the feeling of pleasure and satisfaction because you're happy with your life. Yeah, that. So I would say, yeah, I am very fulfilled. The feeling of pleasure and satisfaction. Mm-hmm. So contentment. Yeah, contentment. Because you're happy. Yeah, hundred. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool, a, that's cool. a hundred percent right now. Cheers, I, again, by 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 design, <laughs> I would say that is how my life is. Um, I'm very very content, and that's I use that word a lot because I think again, people search for happiness. Where actually, if you can just be content, there's a difference between contentment and happiness. Like contentment is just a base level of I'm good. Welcome to the Prime Life Project Podcast, a place to help you unlock your full potential, both mentally and physically, to become the best version of you. Welcome back to the episode of the Prime Life Project Podcast. I'm your host, Daniel James, and today I'm joined once again by Mr. Mikey Markham. How the devil are we? I'm very well, Dan. How are you? I'm very well, thank you very much. It's nice uh, being back. I know, it feels like I've been on your podcast, I think, three times since <laughs> yeah. you've been on my one once. So it's like, good ratio. I've missed this, mate. I, I really, you know, ours is all over the place. Whereas this, where we get to sit and think of a topic and hone in on it, I really enjoy these chats. Yeah, because when I'm on yours, it's, uh, we're using that new game, <laughs> Sust, isn't it? So uh, again, I put links in the bio so you can check out uh, one of Mikey's episodes that uh, I'm in where basically it's a, it's a new game called Sust. I'm not going to ruin it, but again, we go all, all over the shop. So I've had more comments. People have said, oh, I bought that game because of you two. Yeah, it was yeah. really good. Yeah, I'm, I'm really impressed. So it's like, obviously today, like, I don't know the questions that are being asked, but it's on a specific topic. Whereas with that game, it gives you multiple choices. It could be completely random. Yeah. And again, it's interesting because obviously when I'm doing this, when I'm talking to my clients, they see one side of me. Actually, people get to see a deeper side and also view as well because it's questions that people would never normally ask and you get to almost see like the thinking process behind it. Mm, yeah, I like to know what you're up to in your days and that's oh. quite telling when we get known questions. Well, I should find out when uh do the podcast with Katie, so that'd be an interesting one. Like you say looking forward to that. I've had a few people, because I've kind of hinted it to my clients about when Katie's going to interview me, so that's going to be an interesting one for people, I think. Oh, mate, yeah, so, it's uh, happening soon, isn't it, Katie? It is. But like I said, I, I, it's, um, I like the new setup. For people who can't actually tell, the, the mic is slightly further away from me. I've changed the position of the table, so How are you feeling on this? Can you, are you good? I, I do so like it, yeah. I've, like I don't think it's. I don't think it's a bad thing. It's I more feel like we're having booming, a board meeting. Yeah, it's my, my booming voice basically picks up on when I do in person podcast. My booming voice picks up on the other person's microphone. Um, so basically, I have taken a leaf off Stephen Bartlett and basically made the distance between me and whoever happens to be my guest, which is Mikey, further away. So that hopefully is that they actually might why Stephen Bartlett does it? I would assume know? so. I, yeah. I'm not saying it is that. But if you look at real professional podcasts, they don't sit close to each other. So true. It's, it's all to do with the camera angle. So obviously, people watching this on YouTube. Unless you've got the big zoomed out lens, yeah. you wouldn't be able to notice the difference. Because when it's on you or when it's on me, you can't tell how close we are to each other. Yeah. So it could be anything. But I, I think it makes sense because obviously you can then... And you have got a lot of base, mate. Base. We'll go with that. Uh, so what are we talking about today anyway? I don't know. Today, we're talking about fulfillment. Okay. I, I'm actually really looking forward to talking about this because well, I've, I've been... <laughs> I'm not going to be clear what we're talking about. <laughs> it's the pressure on me. It's like... I, I personally, I felt good recently, but in a, in a bit of a rhythm... And sometimes when you're in a rhythm, I think you forget to look at the the, the little things in life and the moment and being in there because you're like to the next, to the next, to the next. So, yeah, we're saying here like the world's pretty heavy at the minute. Mm. People are struggling. Mm-hmm. So we're going to talk about how we find happiness in every day. Mm. How do you? <laughs> what are you up to? Mm. It's an interesting question. Like, well, concept really, finding happiness in every day. Um I'm not quite sure I do. This is something I really struggled with. Like when I was at my lowest, when I was really struggling with depression, like that was one of the biggest things for me. So again, up until maybe, so again, I hit rock bottom at 28. I think really, so I'm 34 now, I'm 34, five in the summer. I think for me, it was only really up until I was like maybe between 31, maybe 32, I really started to understand gratitude. Like, and for me, gratitude mm. is basically just 
being grateful of the things you've got in your life rather than again wanting more having the next thing having the next thing but for me it doesn't come naturally it doesn't come easy so mm. prime example I was doing a uh, public speaking competition of the day and I really sort of built myself up on it like I kind of made it a big thing in my head because it was a for the listeners like it was a, um, a humorous competition I basically had to do a talk in a competition that had to be humorous like a funny speech and I didn't know at the time that's what I signed up to do um, so again I had to get Owen Hunt who again long term listeners remember Owen from this is the first podcast oh, Mike man. ever um, did with me as a, as a videographer I actually messaged him and said listen can I jump on a Zoom call and he gave me some great advice on how to actually do this humorous speech so anyway I built this up it was a big thing I then ended up winning the competition now <laughs> for me it didn't feel any different and I had to then remind myself because for me I can't really describe it I know I'm going with my life. So a lot of these milestones I'm ticking off at the minute, it's gonna, of course it's gonna happen. Like I want to be one of the top public speakers in the world. That's one of my goals. So of course I'll do a competition of public speaking, I'm gonna win. That's my mentality going, not in an egotistical way, mm-hmm. but you know, like, like you for example, like if you release a song and let's say it blows up, like mm. we were, well, yeah, like of course it would because that's part of my, pa- my, my path. Mm. So then I have to really remind myself of that, yes, this is the natural order I've got to go in. I've still got to remind myself, no, like appreciate this moment. Mm. This was a big thing. Like you built it up, you've nailed it. Show some gratitude, appreciate the little things because I can get so caught up and this is where I'm going. This is a natural thing that I don't actually appreciate the small things. So it does not come natural to me. So that's just one example. But even in everyday life, yeah. I, I, I know where I'm going. I'm so fixated on I'm moving my life here. I can be very selfish at times, which I'm sure Kate will pick on when we, when we do the podcast with me and her. Yeah. So I have to really train myself to appreciate little things. Uh, how? Because an example for me, I remember last year when we were going through so much struggle and turmoil. And I remember then we got a house and lots of things happened, uh, and it had a bit of stability. And I wanted some celebration, but Chrissy wasn't there at that point, my partner. She didn't want that. She had too much racing in her mind. And I just wanted to have a bit of a moment of, oh, look what we've achieved, look what we've done, look where we're at. Mm-hmm. But because she wasn't there, I felt a bit hollow by that, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So how did you carve out a little bit of space for you to go, no, sit, appreciate it for yourself. Just be happy with what you've got. Well, even then, like, so you, you spend a lot of time in your car, traveling, doing stuff. Yeah. So use that time. Yeah. So it doesn't have to be like- It's really good you, advice. Yeah, yeah. It so, is so, good this, advice. This is what I do. So literally when I drove back from that competition, I realized that I just, I wasn't excited. Mm. I, when, when I received the certificate and I basically go on through the next round, I was kind of like, okay, cool. And then very quickly, I was like, right, well, this course is naturally like zoom in. Or even, even another point to this is I did a, another workshop at a recruitment company last week big recruitment company, a company that Katie knows really, really well. So for me, I put a lot of pressure on myself. Mm-hmm. It's a massive recruitment company. And I was like, Katie knows them well. I have to go and do a good job. Now, I take that approach with every person's, uh, personal um, speaking gig engagement that I have. But for this one specifically, I was like, like Katie's kind of put her name to this. Yeah. So it was an extra added yeah. thing for me. And again, <laughs> massive company. And I was like, I really want to nail this. And it's a completely new workshop. So I designed a brand new workshop for them. Yeah. So I even put pressure on myself of, right, is this workshop with me? It's a lot of pressure. I nailed it. Yeah. And again, on the drive back, I had to remind myself on the drive because I was just like, yeah. no, well done. Like you did a really good job there because I'm not expecting so, anyone. So naturally you just get in the car, go home and be like, whatever. Reflect. And I be reflect. An autopilot. Yeah, but auto, but... yeah, yeah, normally I'd just be on autopilot yeah. and not appreciate what I've just done. But and what happens moment... is I'm like, right, on to the next thing, on to the next thing, on to the next thing because again, I've got a thing so people find the time we're recording this. So tomorrow I'm doing that thing in Portsmouth. Yeah. 
So again, straight away. So I went from the competition, then straight away my focus went on to the recruitment company. Yeah, straight away now onto the, the Yeah, so I was like, right, well, the next one, because for me, it's a natural thing. Yeah. Like, this is where I'm going. So of course, I'm going to nail public speaking. Like, I'm going to be good at it. Now, that doesn't mean I'm always going to be good at it, but I've got the expectation when I go in there of, this is part of the path. Like, in order for me to get there, this has to happen. Does that make sense? It's like yeah. as a football player, like you, you get scouted for, you, your goal is to be a professional football player. Well, of course you can get scouted by a professional football club. That's part of it. Of course you can be selected for the first team. Of course you're going to win man of the match. Of course you can score a goal. Like it's natural things about, well, of course, because this is kind of where I'm going. So it's almost that, uh, it's called the law of assumption. Like I'm assuming this stuff's already going to happen, mm. but I then have to just bring myself back down and be like, no, it's called blissful dissatisfaction. Mm. So I'm like, that was good. Great job. Right. What can I learn from it? How can I get better? cool let's get hungry for the next one yeah. so i'm using this as like i reflect i say good job you like you, you nailed it you've had some really good feedback good job so i'm like again that's external people have said that to me externally that's not me saying that externally people have said you've done a really good job well done me and i'm like I, how did i think i went i think it went really well well done me what can i work on this okay brilliant and then i'm like cool right on to the next one I ju- yeah do you know what i'm hearing in that as well it's balanced mm. in my example have you seen The Pursuit of Happiness? Yes. Yeah. Uh, do you know at the end when Will Smith's walking off and he's just crying and giving yeah. himself this massive, I've did it. Mm. That's what I was seeking mm. so much. And really what it could have been in that moment. That them not to say the moments don't exist. Mm. You know, when I had a child, mm. or Chrissy had the child, but we had one together. <laughs> but I had that moment then. I had the tears and it was like beautiful. But chasing joy and chasing these esoteric godlike moments mm. sometimes puts a lot of pressure on it doesn't it mm. and just to be balanced and be like no i'm, I'm happy I'm, i've got gratitude it's a great thing but not overcooking it because mm. it's, it's all about the dopamine so for me that the example of will smith yeah in, in that movie pursuit of happiness but then the next day he had to go to work yeah yeah so same with you so, so yeah, you have this baby yeah. and it's this, this whole euphoric thing yeah but the next day you're back to you now got a baby and that's the new norm so for me it's like i don't try and build things up that much i love it where it's like a where it's a euphoric high but i build up in the sense of this is important it's like the the, the, the recruitment thing this is a big thing that mm. that speech competition this is a big thing mm. i'm gonna talk tomorrow this is a big thing but it's like then afterwards i don't then celebrate it because with the super high comes the super lows it's like the expectation however if you look at it and the studies when it comes to dopamine is you get more dopamine in the pursuit yeah it's when you put everything on, I've got to get this result. Yeah. That's when people crash afterwards because they put everything on getting that result. But actually, if you enjoy the process, you get the hits of dopamine. Yeah. And then as soon as you get that, if you go on to the next thing, you're then back on the right wave of dopamine again. Does that yeah. make sense? So it stops you getting that lull period. Because I've been done before. I've done a great personal um, speaking engagement and I don't have anything for three weeks. Mm. And I'm just like, oh, and I get that lull. But actually with these ones, it's been, oh, this one, next week, strength the next one. So I then ride in the next wave. Oh, strength the next one, ride in the wave. So mm. I've started to learn now of actually, can I just have something in the bag? Like what's the next thing I'm moving on to? So I'm just constantly working towards stuff, but I take the time to appreciate, not necessarily that Will Smith euphoric feeling yeah, of like jumping yeah. me down, but it's like, great job. You did a really good job. You should be really proud. Like, I'm proud of myself. Yeah, because for me, is a beautiful yeah, feeling. Yeah, but for yourself, because it's like, just I say to my clients all the time, I say to my clients all the time, I can be proud of you, but that means nothing if you're not proud of you. Does that yeah, make sense? So yeah. you could say, Dad, I'm really proud of you. Okay, say to me all the time, I'm really proud of you. Okay, but that means nothing if I'm not proud of me. Mm. That's just words. That makes sense. And so yeah. for me, it's like I've got to take that time to reflect on myself and be like, no, like, good job, Dan. Like, you did good. Like, you said you couldn't do this. You, you found it hard to prepare this new workshop. Yeah. You, you put all the time, energy, and effort into it. Great job. I'm and proud I'd of not you. Acknowledge that. Yeah, I'm proud of yeah. you. Good job. But what could have changed? Yeah. So then I look back at the, I always record. So I recorded it, look back and I went, 
okay a few little things there right cool we take it into the next thing and then we move on so yeah that's how i do it and, and not, not, that's a work example but even in real life it's the same thing like i just try and just appreciate little things i, do, I gratitude every morning just appreciate like what am i grateful for like, what am i actually grateful for in my life like i take the time to just sit there and be like what am i actually grateful for i, I had one this morning i I'd literally come in here but before that i'd walk the dog at six till eight then i go to the gym and i'm coming back from the gym at about half 10 11 and on the way back from the gym i'm like i'm so lucky i'm like 30 and the life before this where i was really depressed what would i be doing at this time and i'd have been a few hours into a job that i absolutely deplore mm -hmm. and to be i've just had an amazing walk with the dog with an amazing podcast on gone to the gym great session walking back home ready for a refuel to come here it was this great feeling honestly mm. that um gratitude that mm. you're talking about it, it, it sunk in and I, I don't do that enough so mm. it was a moment today and I told you before the podcast you know some financial difficulties have just struck but that's what my whole mind could have been consumed with for the whole of the day mm -hmm. but actually it was just finding the beauty in them little moments mm -hmm. Because I see, even even if you're completely broke, yeah, you can still find those moments. Yeah, I, mean, I think we spoke about this on a podcast where you got the kids in Africa, the South Africa that I went to go and see. They've got nothing, yet they're so happy, and they're happy because they're grateful for what they've got. Yeah, and that's the difference in the Western world. We're always searching for more, and I'll be happy mm. when I get that. Now you will be happy when you get a new car, but how long does that last? Not very long. It's just like, actually, if you can be happy with what you've got right now and appreciate the stuff you've got now, and it sounds really hippie and woo-woo, but oh, when you real. actually take the time to do it, just really feel that feeling of gratitude of, you know, there's some real stuff in my life, like maybe it's your partner, maybe it's your kids, maybe it's just actually having a job, a roof over your head, whatever it is, or just reflecting of, wow, like I've come so far from where I used to be. Yeah. Or do you mean, even if it comes to, to weight loss, oh, you dropped a pound, and people are like, oh, I've only dropped a pound you've dropped a pound like mm. great like whatever it's like just show appreciation for those small little things because what you're telling your brain is you're, it's a particular activating system which basically filters out the information that's important to you so all you're doing by showing gratitude is you're saying to your brain this is important to me show me more of it mm. so an example of the reticular activating system we've all done it is when we play the yellow car game mm -hmm. so you're searching out for the yellow car and then you find the yellow car that is you telling your brain find me the yellow cars they've always been there yeah. you don't pay attention to them but when you're playing that game you notice them more it's the same when you're practicing gratitude every day you're saying to your brain this is something that's important to me. Show me more of this. Mm. And then what then happens is while you're going about your life, you start to have these moments in the moment of this is great. Like I'm so at peace. I'm so content. And that's what people are kind of missing that contentment of this is okay. Like, yeah. yes, I want to get that promotion. Yes. I want more money. Yes. I want this. Yes. I want that. And you can want all these things. I think it's great. Like you want to be pursuing that stuff. I've got some financial goals and material goals, but my, my, my happiness isn't based on achieving them. Yeah. I mean, that is part of my journey and I would like those things along the way, but mm -hmm. I'm not going to be happy when I get that. But that was my entire life until I was 28 was, my life be happy when I get this. I'll be happy when I get that. And it's not yeah. how it works. Yeah, my, mine was in traveling as well when I went to Thailand. And I remember my mum when I went traveling, she was in this mindset of, oh yeah, send him over there and he'll realize how much he's got and how lucky he is here. And then you go over and you meet loads of families and people just living together in a community and you notice, oh, I've been lied to. Mm. Ours was all about sort of accumulating possessions and materials and capitalism. And not to say I saw areas where they didn't have the basic needs met. Mm -hmm. And that's a different that's matter. That's a, yeah, a different matter, yeah, yeah. But these ones where I went to the communities and they had all their needs met in the first few hours of the day. And the rest of it was stuck like 
pursuing tasks that they wanted to mm-hmm. do, being creative, being together, playing football, feeling that community. So I came home as a raging hippie mm-hmm. then. I was mm-hmm. like, yo, <laughs> can't we just slow it down a mm-hmm. bit? Mm-hmm. And she's like, oh no, I thought he'd learn that he'd got it all here. So, But, but there's also part, even when they, they haven't got all their needs met, you still see a lot of them are grateful for what they do have. Yeah. So let's say, for example, they don't have, they've got food, but they don't have water, mm-hmm. or vice versa, whatever it is. They're grateful for things they do have. It's a different mindset shift. Rather than bitching and moaning about it, they know that's not really going to get them anywhere. Mm. They're, they're doing stuff to try and get that need met. Does that yeah. make sense? It's a different kind Completely. of mentality. Whereas here, we just kind of moan about it. Yeah. Whereas like in, in those areas, like, oh, right, we don't have this. Okay, we don't have food. Well, how can we go like forage some food? How can we go find some food? Like, do our neighbors have stuff? They're, they're always trying to problem solve rather than where, uh, like, where was me and moaning and stuff like that. So it's, again, it's a completely different mentality. So yeah, I completely agree with that. Yeah. I heard a good quote the other day from a podcast and it said, uh, every man has two lives. His second starts when he realizes he just has one. Mm. And I, th- I thought that is a cool concept because, mm. you know, it's this this is our one life. Let's live it to the max. But also, do you think that then gives a little bit of fear uh, attached to that, that oh, I need to have really great moments all the time. I need to ha- pursue joy. Mm. So that's interesting because why I've got my tattoo on my arm with the hourglass. So like it seems a bit morbid, but basically anyone's not seen it. Um, basically got an hourglass on my arm with a skull. Uh, basically, some time going down, creating the skull. And basically, the whole premise of that is like every single second we're alive, we're close to the grave. So basically, every time I'm looking, mm-hmm. it reminds me I've actually got to do something. I don't think that thing has to be chasing euphoric moments because I think nowadays a lot of the euphoric moments we're searching for are other people's euphoric moments. Mm. So for example, yeah. watching TikTok or Instagram or something yeah. like that, and we see people living their quote unquote best life and they're like, oh my God, I'd love to be on a beach in Thailand and experience this. Yep. They hate traveling. They hate the beach. They love their home comforts. So why are they trying to go and pursue that person's, do you know what I mean? And they're like, they feel oh, they're missing yeah. out, but like they wouldn't enjoy that. <laughs> That's a quote in it. A comparison is the thief of joy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But it's like, you're literally like, oh, I want to have that euphoric moment. But, why do you like you don't know any context behind that yeah like you hate you hate the beach like so why would you want to travel all the way around the world to have this thing just because this person on social media has told you that this is it if that makes mm. sense so i think you should chase these highs but not chase them to get the high chase them to be like oh this is something to look forward to this is something that so like we're all working to, to whatever, whatever whatever it is like and most of us working on nine to five jobs or like working long hours whatever it is so i feel like like for example when uh, Mika went to amsterdam like just having that, like I wasn't expecting anything from it, mm. but I was like, oh, it's not my normal working week where I'm just crazy, working crazy hours. I'm going away. I had no expectation on that. But when you go there with no expectation, amazing things happen. And that's the difference. So I think you should have little things to look forward to in the mm. sense of going away, maybe having a break Milestones. away. Or little, but little things where it's like you're just carving space yeah. to create something, but you're not going in there with the expectation of creating the thing. Yeah. Like if me and Kate have been like, oh, we're going to Amsterdam, we're going to have the best time, we're going to create all these memories. Well, the chance of us actually creating those memories. We didn't, we're like, we're going to Amsterdam. It's a break. I'm not taking my laptop. I told my clients, I'm not doing any work for the next four days. Mm. That then created the space for something amazing to happen. Just makes sense. And yeah, that, I think that's yeah, the difference completely. where it's like, we just put so much pressure on. Oh my God, I've got the weekend. I've got to do something amazing. You don't have to do anything. How about yeah. you just got the weekend? Well, what would you like to do? Oh, I want to go for a walk. Okay, well then just go for a walk somewhere. And then what will happen is because you've gone for that walk, something will probably happen but you're not expecting it. But when we put these expectations on it, the expectation versus reality, I think causes a disconnect mm. because we're expecting, well, well, this walk's not what I expected it to be. And also, because you may have lived five days where you're just at work and you're not appreciating the moments when you're at work mm. or with your colleagues or however that is, you put all this onus on mm. these two days to have the best time possible. Mm. And then you're back round to the loop of this five days that you're not appreciating. Exactly. And you've also got it as well where you're putting your happiness externally. 
Whereas like when you get into a relationship and, oh yeah, my, my partner's got to make me happy. Well, no, that's not how life works. But we can do that. We put, we put things, the happiness externally, but happiness is a feeling. We create our feelings. So it's like you can go into any situation and have a different way of looking at it. Mm. So the thing that you don't need to be changing what you're doing, you need to change your thinking. Where people are trying to do different things. They're trying to every day or every week, I need to do something different. You don't need to do something different. You need to change your thinking mm. around what you're doing. Does mm. that make sense? Yeah, it's a thinking that needs to change. You don't need to be doing more. You don't need to be having more. You need to be changing your thinking mm. because it's your thinking that controls the rest of it. And that's the difference I think people struggle with. It's the thinking that needs to change. So are you yourself fulfilled? Are you living a fulfilling life and an optimal state life? Well, it depends on what we're defining as fulfilling. Because your version of fulfillment and my version potentially might be yeah, semantics things. here, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. So, 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 so genuinely, before yeah. I answer that question, I'm just like, what, like, what, uh, trying to get more of a... Uh, Full, what, what... Fulfillment. So like, are you... F on a day-to-day -day basis... Do you feel you're thriving? Do you feel excited about what's to come? And are you living fairly present? I suppose that's what I would classify as fulfillment awesome. in, in life. Yeah, that's definitely my, my, my so fulfillment for me is, uh, so again, well, I'll answer the question, but like, so we, like I've got a, a working definition of what it is. So fulfillment for me is literally, oh, go on, what's the official definition? You've heard you need a microphone, what is it? The feeling of pleasure and satisfaction because you're happy with your life. Yeah, that. So I would say, yeah, I am very fulfilled. The feeling of pleasure and satisfaction. Mm -hmm. So contentment. Yeah, contentment. Because you're happy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's cool, a, that's cool. a hundred percent right now. Cheers, I, again, by by, <laughs> by design, I would say that is how my life is. Um, I'm very very content, and that's I use that word a lot. So I think again, people search for happiness. Where actually, if you can just be content, there's a difference between contentment and happiness. Like contentment is just a base level of I'm good. Mm. I'm good. I'm I'm happy. Rather than being like, I've got to be, I've got to be happy, I've got to be happy, or something like that. No, contentment, like, no, I'm, I'm good. Mm. This, this is good, but, but it's good on a happy scale. If that makes it on the happier end of the, the spectrum, if that makes sense. Uh, so yeah, no, I, I do feel um, like, like, like I'm living that. Like, How yeah. long do you think that's been for? Would you put that on the last six months? Mm. On the last, and how have you curated that? It's been this year, only this year, really. Um, because this sort of happened last year, and there's been a load of drama. Um, it's, it's really only when I became very crystal clear on where I'm going in my life. Yeah. Because then I've started to live with intention. Yeah. So I talk a lot about intention. Yeah. And that's the difference now. Now I'm living my life with intention. I know where I'm going. Yeah. Whereas before I didn't. And I sort of read something in a book earlier on today about this, talking about uh, a camera. Basically people's life is like a camera lens. <laughs> so you all love this because as a camera person. And basically if you don't focus, what happens? Oh, the picture is blurry. blurry, rubbish, and you can't really make much of it. So it's all about your intention May, that's and getting oh, focused and then you get a crystal, you get a, yeah, you get a crystal yeah, clear like picture. That. So right now, my picture is crystal clear. I'm yeah. focused. My intentions, I know exactly where I'm going. And that work for me is where I get my fulfillment because each day, not every day is perfect. I make it very, very clear. Again, I'm not perfect. I still have bad days. But every single day, I'm a lot more aware of, right, am I moving the needle forward to where I want my life to go? And you could, have, you could evolve that metaphor a little as well because in film, they have a soft focus. So you've got the foreground with a focus on it. And the soft focus at the back it's, keeps people's minds sort of curious that, to it. Yeah. So that's, again, similar with life. It, it's good to know what's in front of you here and have that there, but have that curiosity behind it and mm. give yourselves a little bit of that Separation. soft focus yeah, yeah, from that yeah. too. Mm. You can, yeah, that's, intentions are mate, such that's a, big a lovely thing. metaphor. I yeah, love that. A, it's just, well, you, it's another thing when it comes to intention as well. Like, so you've got the power of the sun. Like... Yeah, cool, it does its thing. But if you get a magnifying glass and hold it down on some wood, yeah. it intensifies the focus of the rays. 
So again, it's just completely focusing it down. And that's, again, kind of what we're like with our minds. Our minds are so scattered. What we need is that magnifying glass of like, well, what is it you're trying to work towards? Like, what is your focus? Mm. And then it just takes all that energy and just focuses it. And that's when the magic happens. And I think a lot of people go around life living someone else's dream yeah. and not asking themselves, what would lead to me being fulfilled? Yeah. And it's not as big as what we think. People think it's the money. And it's, yeah. there's, that, there's that study where actually, after you earn a certain amount of money, yeah. you don't get any happier. Mm -hmm. I can't remember what the number is, but people think, oh, I'll be a millionaire. You don't need to be a millionaire. There's only a certain amount of money because there's only so many cars you can have. There's only so many houses you can live in. There's only so much you can have. So after a certain point, there's diminishing returns on mm -hmm. that. So then it's just looking at it being like, well, what, what would it take for you to feel fulfilled? And mm -hmm. again, any listeners listening to this, ask yourself, like, what would it actually take? What's the lowest hanging fruit? What's, what's one thing you could change in your life where you'd be a little bit more fulfilled? Mm. Do we just do something really small? Because yeah. it doesn't have to be a massive change. And for me, just the pure act of being intentional about this is where I want my life to go. I had nothing else to change. I wasn't there. But just the very act of being like, this is kind of what I want my life to look like and this is the direction I'm moving in gave me such sense of fulfillment of, no, cool. I now have an idea of where I'm going and I kind of just walk that path. I'm, I'm going to piggyback with you. Yeah? I'm going to say that's a bit what I attribute to why I'm feeling fulfilled in life at the minute is definitely clarity uh, and having focus um, I think I dithered on a lot of conversations and a lot of decision making that needed to be looked at and just having that because you know I'm Mr. Nuance <laughs> but actually having that moment of well at some point you need to make decisions though and you need to have intent with them decisions that that was huge uh, another one for me is social moments uh, having a good social network I, I've got a friend that's going away. Do you know when I said you were in my top two? Mm -hmm. you're my, yeah, yeah. Well, he's going away now to Australia to live away now. So oh, so be, you're, you're, you're officially oh. number one forever oh. now. You've got, there's a lot of weight on your shoulder bearing <laughs> okay. now. Um, but so I thought, okay, if, if that's detaching, and I, I am a social being, uh, and a lot of the things that I do just revolve around work and don't really have any other social element, What? how can I implement that? And even on my dog walks at the minute, just saying hello to people and then opening up for some dialogue has been groundbreaking, mm. like really good. And a great moment yesterday, and this actually would suit this conversation now, was a friend of mine that was on lots of um, substances, uh, drinking, alcoholic, and really struggling. Um, we, we just crossed paths yesterday. As, yeah, supposed to, quote-unquote, mm. be somewhere else. But I thought, no, I'm going to really focus in and hone in and enjoy this moment. Mm. And we stayed together for about probably 45 minutes to an hour just on the park having a chat. Completely changed his life around as well. And he's like, mate, I've got the least amount of money I've ever had in my life. And I'm the happiest I've ever been because I've just reprogrammed, reframed all my focus mm. on I want to feel better. I want to be there for my family. Uh, and prioritized so differently mm. but again for myself as well I really nurtured that moment mm. so that was a big one for me because even then from, from here in that situation as well it's like once you come to that realization of you need to work on yourself and what makes you happy you then become a better person and then you're able to earn that money mm. so people got it backwards they want to have yeah. things yeah but you've got to become the person first that can have that stuff got yeah. to be that person do the stuff they'll have and you'll have that thing yeah so Right then, he's becoming the person. Mm -hmm. like he's becoming that kind of person that can have what he wants, like yeah. the money. But, but also, in, in what he did in his situation is, I think he was a butcher, 
but he's working for somebody that was like slave labor mm. in essence and just throwing you know if you wanted one weekend off you'd have to fight for it and then make you feel terrible for that he's gone he's doing the same job but for three days a week, he gets the same amount of money as mm. what he was doing for six here. Perfect. Didn't freeze his time to he actually found do what he wants to do. Yeah. That opportunity for himself. So now he's got all this time to spend engulfed in family mm. and all that. So again, he just reframed that, but he didn't just go, I don't like the way I'm treated here. I'm just going to do this and fall off the end of a mm. cliff. He, he tactically worked it out and found a way of finding that. But yep. yeah, he's brought fulfillment in love, that way. Love that, love that. Where are we at then? Okay. Oh, good, good question. Mm. Right. What thing would you do either either start doing or stop doing differently that would improve the quality of your life? What thing would I start doing or stop doing to improve the quality of my life? Yeah. That's interesting. Oh, that is a good question. Uh, what thing would I start doing? Jesus. Um, that I, things I'd stop doing is procrastinating on stuff but I've got a lot better doing that recently so I was going to just say procrastinating yeah, I've, I've basically been working on something for a, a while but I realised why I was struggling with it and obviously the stuff that I'm working on with Molly at the minute has helped me get clarity on it um, basically it's all self-doubt so the reason I was procrastinating is self-doubt and basically doubting what I was putting together essentially like I'm not going to go into too much detail but basically I'm creating a course um, which is essentially everything that I know and teach that will help people go from being unstuck to stuck. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's going to be a big, massive thing for me. Like, it's a massive, like, you work with me for six months to a year. Like, it's a big thing. And in my head, well, I wrote it all out. And then I was just, like, procrastinating on editing it. So I like, had it all mapped out, done all these, like, kind of mapped out these workshops. And I just didn't want to edit them. And mm-hmm. the reason I didn't want to edit them is the case, or oh, what if I edit them and then no one wants it? Like, it just doesn't work. It's not good. Mm-hmm. But obviously, then working with Molly now, it's then been like, oh, I've got to do it. And it's then forced me to do it. And then actually off the back of that, I've had other people, potentially organizations I can now potentially take this to. So I'm like, no, actually, because what it's done is because I'm now having to use it with someone, I then had to actually go through and methodically think about it. I'm like, no, this is actually really good. Like this is better than yeah, I thought it yeah. was because I'm actually now I'm just like, well, does this link to this? Yes, oh, I'm just gonna move this around here. And it flows now and mm-hmm. it is really, really good. Whereas before I procrastinated on it. And again, the procrastination was again, what I talk about is that fear, that fear element. And again, what was I afraid of? Well, what if I'm afraid of? Like, I put this amazing stuff out there and no one wants it. Yeah. Again, that, 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 that can't hold me back. And a lot of people it does. And that, that for me was just why I was procrastinating. It was just that self-doubt of what well, this isn't good enough. I had a silly reason for procrastination on my side and it was more to the idea of but if I do this because this is giving me purpose and drive and I'm enjoying this when I put a stop to it what am I going to fulfill my time with then Mm. does that make Mm -hmm. sense so I would procrastinate on doing a kids book at the minute and stuff Mm -hmm. and another song coming out Mm -hmm. but I know I don't want them to stop Mm. and it's a stupid idea because I can do another thing or mm. find another avenue of finding fulfillment. But I do believe fulfillment comes from pursuing something you're passionate about and having purpose. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I didn't want the purpose to be removed. Mm. So yeah, I yeah. procrastinated on that. Does that make sense? Yeah, sense. Yeah, Weird, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> but but then that, that's one thing I would start. Again, I don't do that very often. It's the first time I've done it for a while and I had to break down while I was doing it. And again, all the stuff I teach is it's because I do it myself. So I had to break that down, what was going on with that. And now I've overcome that. It's, full steam ahead and I've been smashing it out uh, and then one thing will I start doing uh, do you know what I, I, I've not really thought about that I, I don't actually have a definitive answer on that I, I don't know My, mine is gratitude journaling yeah, 100 yeah. I don't do it I, I realised today with that beautiful moment of calm mm. oh look how lucky I've got this yeah. 
I would like to document that more. I would yeah, like to actually I, have it in front of myself. Yeah, I've got, my, I've got mine up there. I, I, I've, yeah. that's, that's a big thing. It's, it's interesting. I, 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 it's hard to answer it because obviously I've done a lot of this work to figure out stuff that I'm doing. So I'm very lucky with my scheduling. My, my biggest thing was my schedule. The thing that was holding me back was my schedule was crap. My schedule is now loads better. Potentially, one thing I stopped doing is giving my time to people that mm. say don't deserve it because that's the wrong word. Everyone deserves my time, but don't appreciate it. So there's a lot yeah. of times where I book stuff out and it's like people cancel last minute and then it's like, that's fine when it happens once. When it happens twice, I haven't made a decision. If you're doing it twice, I'm like, yeah, I'm just like, mate, like, I don't need to meet you. Like, my life's great. Like, you're the one that's saying you're struggling. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I don't need to meet you. Like, so, so anyway, that, that, that's kind of my thing of like, if people genuinely want the help, like they know me well enough to know that it's not a judgment. Because again, people like listen to that, like, oh, but they might be really struggling and I want to reach out. Like people that are reaching out, they know me well enough to know, do you mean like that I will be there and no judgment and all that sort of stuff. It's like, mm. yeah, so I think that's one of the biggest things is like, just give my time to people that I genuinely do appreciate and value it, if that makes sense. Yeah. That, Rather than trying to force, like I'm trying to help people, but I'm trying to help them more than they, they're, they want, they ask for help. Yeah. And then I'm trying to help them more than they're trying to help themselves. So I need to just stop doing that because it's a waste of my time and energy. Yeah, I, I really like that one. I've got a lot of friends that will quite virtuously say, mm. I'll give my time to anyone. I'll give my time mm. to anyone. And I think, yeah, I would be selective of that time yeah. because I think time's precious and you need to protect yourself more mm. than anything. I, I think there's also a difference as well because there's been uh, instances where there's two people that I've met at the gym and both of them said they were struggling. And I was like, listen, any time you need to chat, I'm here. And then one guy literally reached out to me a few days later I was like, mate, I can't believe you're actually responding. Basically, had a conversation. He was really appreciative. Awesome. He knows, like, he genuinely actually wanted my help. Yeah. Whereas a lot of these other people, they don't. Mm. Does this make sense? It's yeah. almost like, oh, I'm struggling a bit. I'll reach out to Dan. It's like, yeah, but I'm not your I'm emotion- too, I'm, too I'm not your emotional that punch too. bag. Does that make yeah. sense? Like, just because you're feeling a certain way, you're either feeling a certain way and you want to have a chat about it and you know I'll help you. Or you don't. And if mm. you don't, then don't come to me. You know, go and talk to one of your mates and just have a little text conversation and get it out of your system. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Rather than arranging to meet me. I thought like, I fucking sound like I'm well pissed off because it doesn't matter. No, you're not. You're not. It's like, no, it's like, it's, it's it's like, it's good. You're feeling a certain way. You're texting me to meet me maybe a week later and then it comes to it and then you're feeling a bit differently. So yeah. you don't, okay, well then you're not really struggling that much. Yeah. So that makes sense. If you're uh, struggling, you'd be like, Dan, like, are we still on for tomorrow? Da, da, da. So basically that's happened in the last couple of weeks, two or three times. I'm just like, it's not doing it anymore. One of them was very genuine, by the way. But to conclude that in a way is just being appreciative and selective of your time. Yeah, absolutely. That attributes to fulfillment. 100%. That's, what it, that's one thing I need to do. This is a similar question to what you say on the end of podcast, I guess. Mm. But if somebody is stuck and out of control, <laughs> I said it. I wanted to it, say that yeah. always. <laughs> but genuinely is struggling to find any element of fulfillment in their life, in the day-to-day, what is your advice to that person? Just have a look at where you want to go. Have a look at where you want to go and have a look at where you are right now and just ask yourself, is the way that you're living going to get you to what you want to do? Mm. Because that's normally the problem. The reason why most people don't feel fulfilled is because they're living the life of the mask that they're wearing, meaning they're pretending to be somebody else. And every day they put this mask on and they go to live this life pretending to be somebody else not really being congruent. So again, being authentic. So again, go back to the podcast um, where we spoke with, oh, it's been one off the board. Uh, I can't remember what the guy's name was. Um, what was Esther's, that? Esther's husband. Paul. Paul. Oh yeah, Paul. Yeah, Paul. yeah I, thought, I thought it was Paul, but I was like, that's a different one. Yeah. yeah, Paul. To <laughs> uh, so Paul. Uh, on the podcast with Paul, where he spoke about uh, being authentic is to master oneself. 
like to know and master oneself. Mm. Most people aren't authentic because they don't know who they are. So what they're doing is they're rocking up each day wearing a mask and they're pretending to do stuff with this mask on and basically creating a life with this mask. And it's moving them further and further away from actually what they really truly want. So for me, it's like just remove the mask and ask yourself, what do you actually want? Mm. What do you want with your life? Take the mask off. Excuse me, no one's listening. It's just you. What do you want? And then look at the life you're living right now. Are your thoughts, your feelings, and your actions in alignment with that? If the answer is no, then do something about it. Mm. And what I mean by that is just start small. That's the, I think I put something on my Instagram yesterday that basically spoke about if you're struggling with life, just focus on planting one tree. Mm-hmm. Don't start trying to plant three trees in different parts of the country. It doesn't work. <laughs> just do one thing. What's one action I can take just to move me forward a little bit? And that's how it works. But you've got to kind of know where you're going. I feel most people don't feel fulfilled because they're very unsure and they're unsure because they're not being authentic with themselves. They're wearing this mask. They're showing off. They're pretending to be this person that they're not. They know that's the problem. That's why they're feeling really uneasy. Drop the mask. Drop the act. Get real with yourself for once in your life. Stop bullshitting yourself. I'm not someone with podcast for a while. Stop mm. bullshitting yourself. Have that real, raw, honest conversation with yourself. What the fuck do I want? Mm. And that's how real and raw you've got to be with yourself. Yeah. Strip it back to that. Because no one can BS you more than you can BS yourself. No one can convince you of stuff like you can. No one can lie to you like you can. Stop lying to yourself. Mm. Stop convincing yourself of you living this life that you're happy with. You're not. But ask yourself, right, what the hell do I want? Yeah. Who do I need to become? What things do I need to do to actually go and get that? And don't just change your life overnight. I'm not saying quit your job or do whatever. I'm not talking about making crazy changes, but just ask yourself, right, what's small, the lowest hanging fruit, what's the smallest things that I can change right now that's going to actually move me towards that life that I want? And when you start living authentically, when you stop lying, when you stop pretending that you're happy when you're not, when you actually reach out, when you start to have deep conversations with people, mm. when you actually start to express yourself and how you're feeling, mate, it's completely freeing. And what on gratitude as well? Do you know somebody going now, I've got nothing to be happy with and mm-hmm. they just list off all these things that are terrible that has happened to them. Mm-hmm. I mean, you could say to somebody, well, have you ever seen somebody in a wheelchair? Look, mm-hmm. you've got legs. That That's a thing to be happy mm-hmm. with. But also, you, you know, it's hard to have that mindset, isn't mm-hmm. it? When everything's piled on top of you. Mm-hmm. What's your thought on gratitude and still being able to find something in your life being able to breathe being able to walk being able to mm. uh, does that make sense yeah. so, but, so, so, yeah, so when it comes to like oh look at a person over there that can't walk over yeah like, that's putting something external so i'd make it internal same concept though what things you're grateful for right now so it's nothing okay you're listening to this podcast what are you listening to it on a phone aren't you grateful you got your phone oh not really okay imagine your life without a phone what would your life look like Oh, uh, well, well, I couldn't check my social media. Oh, that would suck, wouldn't it? Oh, yeah, I couldn't contact my friends. But that would suck, wouldn't it? I, mean, I, I wouldn't even know what to do. I need it for my sat-nav. But that would suck, wouldn't it? Mm. Be pretty grateful you got a phone. Oh, actually, I am. Yeah, yeah. Well, hey, listening to us. You've got ears at work. Yeah. Well, I, imagine imagine if you were deaf. Just imagine if you were deaf. Mm. Oh, yeah. I'm pretty grateful you can hear. And you basically take it back to, literally, go back to the basics. And it's not just a case of, I'm grateful you can walk. Like, no, no. Imagine if you could not walk. Mm. imagine imagine if you literally i think about this sometimes genuinely like yeah, more yeah. as it sounds imagine if i lost my eyesight imagine if i lost my legs just imagine what your life would look like aren't you now pretty grateful that you've got legs that you can see and just take it back to that and that's all it is because it's just completely reframing how you're seeing it 
you're coming from a place of you come from a place of lack rather than abundance like actually no Joe I'm really glad that I've got these things mm. because again with an iPhone or with a I've got Android with whatever phone you've got mate you can change your life with that you can build a business with just a phone just a phone call one person whatever it is there's so many things you can do with just a phone the fact that you can walk hopefully potentially listen to this you can walk you've, you've got eyesight your ears all this stuff you've, with, with your body you can change your life yeah and that's that's what that's all it is the first was just the awareness like stop beating yourself this is, where, this is where again when it comes to fat loss especially women but not limited to women when they're belittling themselves and their body and all this stuff like your body has just held a child for nine months mm. what the hell are you going on about why don't you show a bit of gratitude for how amazing your body is and what it's actually done rather than belittling about all the things, oh yeah, but I don't look how I used to. Well, no, you don't yet, but you're a different person now. Your hormones are changed. You're different, but you've evolved, you've changed. Mm. This is where sometimes people are like, oh, I wish I could go back to how I was when I was 16. You're a fully grown adult now. Why would you want to go back to how you were, when you were 16? Yeah. Well, life was simpler then. Life isn't simple. Like, that's not how life works. So just, just taking a step back and be like, right, this is my life. Yeah. Like, I may not like the situations and circumstances, my life may suck right now. It may be absolute. And again, this is contextual because if someone's listening to this, they're completely depressed. Yeah. It's very, very, very hard to do Especially this. when you're in a rut. Exactly. Very hard. But for someone that's just feeling a bit like, oh, a bit meh. Yeah. You, so it's very different here. But I'm talking to people that are feeling a bit meh. Yeah. Okay. That's a Change your attention. Good stop, distinction. Yeah. I good like distinction. Just, just stop focusing on the negative. Yeah, yeah. If, you, if you're depressed, you, you, nothing we're saying here is going to resonate. Like it's a different, completely different conversation and I'll be telling this completely differently. I'm talking to people that just feel meh. Like stop focusing on the negative, stop focusing on the lack and actually start focusing on the amazing stuff that you can do yeah. and just ask yourself, what can, stop, stop waiting for someone with a white horse to come and save you. Mm. That's not reality. No one is coming to save you. I cannot come and save you. Mikey cannot come and save you. No one in your life can come save you. You've got to want to save yourself. And you do that by stop having that little pity party. Stop focusing on all the crap that's gone wrong. Stop focusing on things that have happened to you mm. and see that actually they will probably happen for you in the future. Things, life happens for you. But in order for it to happen for you, it first has to happen to you. Yeah. It's a transition. It takes time. But you've got to take the steps. You've got to take responsibility for your life. Whatever's happened in your life right now, it may not have been your fault and you may not have deserved it. But your life moving forward is your responsibility. Mm. So you can change it. Stop looking at the negative. Start focusing on the positive. Start focusing on what you can do and what you, rather than what you can't do. Start focusing on what you have got rather than what you haven't got. And just take the small steady steps to actually start to build the life that you want on your terms. And, and with that, really lean into all the senses. Mm. You know, tastes. Mm sit there be mindful of the taste mm -hmm. you've got music get it on listen mm -hmm. to something you absolutely love and truly listen whereas like I say we're always on pilot mode mm -hmm. we're not taking in them moments and really getting the juice out of it so utilize them senses absolutely uh last question on here okay I thought, right? I, thought, I thought it was the last one yeah we're going yeah, yeah, no, it's a <laughs> it's a good one so i wanted to get it in uh, if you die today are you happy with the legacy you would leave behind no are you not? Do you know what the definition of the word legacy is? I'm going to actually look it up. Oh, because got it. I heard, I heard Katie say this to you and I'm like, I'm sure people get this wrong. So the word legacy means the amount of money or property left to someone in a will. That's the definition of legacy. That is the definition. So people use it wrong. People talk about the legacy you can leave behind. That's wild. Different definition. Legacy is the money and property you leave behind in a will. What's, so, what's yeah. the word for the sentiment and um, the memories and... For the... Mm, Being a good human. Yeah, I, I don't know what that, that means. But it's not let's, let's it's not, reclaim it's not legacy. legacy. Impact you've left on the world. Yeah, yeah, so, it, yeah, yeah. So, so the impact... But people say legacy. I'm going to okay. leave a legacy behind. But the impact but you've left on the, the world. It's the impact. What impact? That's a lot better word. Happy with that? Uh, yes, but I'm just getting started. A lot more to so, go. So, yeah, I've thought about this a lot. Again, I like to, I like to have more conversation with myself sometimes. Um, like, for example, if I died, who would come to my funeral? Like, mm -hmm. would anyone actually care? Like, as in, like, who would actually show up? 
and I'd like to think that I have made a significant impact on people's lives yeah. that people would show up. No, not that I wouldn't think anyone would show up, but like for me, I love it. I genuinely love it when you see normal people that when they have the funeral, people are lining the streets or mm. people are pouring out the churches. Yeah. That for me, I'm like, wow. I like that. What kind of a human must you have been yeah. for people? Think about a funeral. Most people hate going to funerals. Mm-hmm. So for people to actively go out of their way to come to when they might probably didn't know you that much, what impact must you have had on their life that they've lined up the streets or mate, it gives me goosebumps. Mm. That for me is a kind of impact I want to have yeah. where actually when I die, hopefully in a good sixty years, like the people are like lining the streets. Oh, people mate. are like, Wow, this guy literally changed well, my life. The f- first funeral I ever went to was an old rugby coach of ours. And fucking it's quite sad, but he committed suicide, hung himself and he was just in financial difficulty. Mm-hmm. I, I, honestly, thousands, thousands and thousands of people were on that street. Uh, you couldn't get in. We would. It was the team that he taught us, guys. So mm. we were all in there. But everybody else, you couldn't get through everybody. Mm. And everybody said the same thing. If he'd just spoken to mm-hmm. us, mm-hmm. we'd have given him anything. Yeah. And he just felt he was so in that rut. Yeah. Or, or there's no other possible possibility here that was the only way and I, I remember thinking when I looked outside and saw that it was so overwhelming for me because mm. like he had so many people that yeah. loved him to bits yeah and that's 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 what it's just being a good person like just that, that's 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 for me is I just want to try and leave the world a better place and again with some stuff that you do in schools as well like I will never know the impact potentially that I've had on some of these kids mm. never I'll, yeah. you'll, I'll never know but I just like to think that just every day my intention is can I just whenever I speak whenever I do anything even this podcast can I just help one person yeah that's my intention yeah so every day like am I a perfect human absolutely not my intention is every day can I just be a decent human can I try does that make sense yeah it's, so for me like legacy when it comes to money like it would be great if I left legacy behind like monetary wise that'd be great <coughs> but for me am I happy I, I, I'd like to say I probably am like if I died with the impact I've made but I'm just getting started and I look at the impact I potentially have made in literally really the last four years, three years when I've really been taken, actually taken seriously, really understood my message, how to deliver the message and the value I actually bring to people's lives. Like I now know I can change people's lives. Mm-hmm. I have information that can genuinely change people's lives. And that's only been the last 12 months. I've, mm. Again, after doing the work on myself, I realized the value that I've got. Before, mm. I've been helping people, but I've been helping them from a place of not understanding the power that I actually have. So for me, like, right, actually, I'd like to think that when I die, the impact I've had will be great. Yeah. That's that's my goal. Not That's not why I'm doing it, but that's what I want. I want people to be queuing out, to be like, whether it's like Katie or my mum, hopefully my mum won't be alive then, it could be sad, but do you mean like, wow, like, or even my brothers, like your brother changed my life. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? That, that for me is what it's all about. Mm. Just don't know that, wow, okay. Cool, made a difference. Mate, you're on that trajectory, mm-hmm. dude. Go in, try for it. Let's dive in. Uh, is that, that all the episodes? Uh, We've got it. Questions? We've nailed awesome. it. Uh, Mike, where can people find more information about you? I am Rhythmical Mike, and that's at the Old Farm Bus. Awesome, and don't forget to give us a follow on Instagram, the Prime Life Project. Uh, and again, if you took any value from today's episode, don't forget to like and share with a friend. Until next time, take it easy.